Hello, greetings, salutations, and welcome to the Godfather Minute. He's Andy Robinson. And he's Alex Robinson. And together they are the Godfather Minute Brothers. How are you doing this week? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Good. It's good summertime. It is summertime. Good to see you again. Good to be... I'm so glad it's warm outside and we're in this dark basement recording. Mm -hmm. Exactly. This is like uh, where the the wedding is going on outside and we're in the shadowy, shadowy room uh, making deals. Exactly. Exactly. This is is where Mrs. Clemenza would be writing the entire script of GF2. (laughs) Uh, This is Minute 97 we're going to be talking about today. That's right, Alex. E minuto. E minuto. Numero. Numero. Novanta sete. Novanta sete. Novanta sete. Minuto e numero. Novanta sete. 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 You got it. It's like a couch. Sete. Yeah. It's like a bounty hunter couch. Sete. Novanta sete. I can't talk about bounty hunters unless on this podcast. Oh, really? Is it like a proprietary thing? Yeah, yeah. I'm... I am uh, forbidden. I'm contractually forbidden oh, from discussing okay. bounty hunters, unless there's one in in uh, Godfather. That's true. Yeah. So. Well, there probably is. I mean, Luca Brasi is technically kind of a bounty hunter, right? No, no. Because no, I would say if you're a bounty hunter, you you don't have any loyalty to any one person. You're just like, hey, I'll just do whatever job. Hmm. Whereas he was, they definitely very pledged his loyalty to to Don Corleone. Sure, he was on or his wedding person, and he was on salary. I yeah. think bounty hunters work by contract, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. They don't, they don't, they don't get benefits because they're they're <laughs> like freelance contractors. Yeah. Work for hire. You uh, know what the best part is? Waking up with Folgers in your cup? No, the best part is I just got you to talk about Star Wars. Oh! <laughs> and you're wearing a Boba Fett sweatshirt. I, <laughs> yeah, a hoodie, yes, yes. Uh-huh. Um, Boba Fett. It's this way so I can write it off. Oh, perfect. Uh, so Minute 97 of The Godfather, um... Uh, Tom and Sonny are continuing to argue about the cost of Sonny's mm-hmm. war. Um, and it ends when uh, Sonny laments. It ends when I say it ends, Sonny. <laughs> uh, it ends when Sonny uh, angrily laments he doesn't have a wartime Sicilian concierge like Pop did. Uh-huh. Papajenko, look what he got. Yeah. Um, Papajenko, you're stuck with Hagen. And then uh, later at dinner, uh, Carlo offers to help out with the family business, and he is rebuffed by Sonny, who says, don't talk about business at the table. (laughs) I can't wait to get to that part. That's a good one. (laughs) So my description, like I said last minute, just for the purpose of the the description in the MP3, is Sonny apologizes to Tom. Hmm. The family has dinner. Okay. You emphasize the, the, the... the positive aspects. Sonny yes, apologizes. They have yeah. dinner together. Well, nothing's wrong. You focus on the insult and the, the, <laughs> the dishonor. Yeah. And then the, 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 the dysfunction at the dinner table. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> so, hey, man, I'm a, a glass half empty kind of guy. Mm-hmm. So the women, speaking of, the women don't react at all to, you see when Tom and um, Sonny are, are yelling at each other, mm-hmm. you can see one of the women in the kitchen there getting getting dinner ready, as they should, mm-hmm. and uh, they don't react at all to these guys yelling <laughs> at each other. So, don't, in, don't interfere. Santina, uh, 
what's Tom's wife's name again? Teresa. 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 Don't interfere. Is um? Do you think that's what it is, or do you think that they are? Is it that they are purposely just not interfering? Is it just that this is so commonplace that they they don't even notice it, or is it just the actresses who are like? not reacting to like their actresses. Yeah. The actresses just don't react. They're just not reacting because they don't want to be distracting from the scene or whatever. Well, I'd like to not break character. I like to think that everyone's acting like they, like their characters would. Uh And so given that, I think they don't interfere with business. They're just like, Hey, straight up. So they just tune it out. Yeah. These two guys yelling. And they probably all know Santino and he gets hot headed. They probably just, that's true. Used to him and shooting his mouth off. Tom is not a Sicilian concierge. Yeah, they can't argue true. with that part mm-hmm. of it. So, uh, yeah. Tom! Uh, <laughs> Tom, I'm here! <laughs> uh, Pophead Jenko. Yeah, look what I got. That's what he says. Pophead Jenko, look what I got. Uh, Who I have, is he saying that to? Uh, I guess he's saying it to Tom. Yeah, but it's even more insulting, the, the grammar there. He's not <laughs> even saying, Pop had Jenko and I got you. Yeah. I don't know what's more insulting. I guess it's more insulting. Look what I got. Because he's saying it to the guy who, who yeah. is the problem. And he doesn't even say, look who I got. Yeah. Like, look what I got. <laughs> yeah. uh, so Jenko, I have some information about Jenko. Okay. Jenko Abandano. Yeah, Abandando. Abandando. Mm-hmm. There's a D at the end? I think so. I um, had a D at the end. Hmm. Uh, 1892 to 1945. Wow, he was born in the 19th century? Yeah, he was. Let's see. Well, he wasn't even that old. He was 45 plus 8. He's 53. When he died? Yeah. Huh, okay. He, he seems a lot older than that. Well, this whole thing is 50, 60, 70 years ago. The forties, so the whole thing is is shuffled back. Yeah, the fact that he was born in the nineteenth century seems really old to me, but but this takes place in the forties, so I guess it's not that much. Yeah, it's eighteen ninety two. That would yeah. be eight years before nineteen hundred. Mm-hmm. Plus, he was only fifty three years old. Yeah, okay. Jenko. Wow. So, I mean, he looks. What, like, do you think he was older? <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess in that first of all, he died, and second yeah. of all, he he in that clip, he looks like he's like a. I guess because he's dying, he looks mm-hmm. like a. Like a seventy-five-year-old man. Yeah, I mean, the hard yeah, life. Yeah, that's true. Too. Yeah, did he have cancer? I can't remember. Maybe. How old is the Don supposed to be? Oh, we always we always go in, into this and we never remember. It was, yeah. He's actually in the forties, I think. His forties? I think he's in the for his forties. Hmm. He doesn't look that young in the uh, movie. No, I thought right. I thought oh, uh, no, no, Brando no. was in his forties. That's right. Yeah, that's right. But don't Corleone's yeah. older because in the beginning of GF two, when uh, Vito Andolini mm-hmm. comes to America, isn't it like nineteen oh three or something? Something like that. So he's probably born. You know he, what? We'll ask. ask we'll we'll answer. answer. So tune in for the bonus content. I'm going to write it down so you don't forget how kind old of embarrassed we keep forgetting how old people are. Yeah, I mean, this don't Corleone. We should know how old he is. How I think old? getting shot probably ages. One, two. Yeah. And also, plus, it's not like he, it's it's kind of hard to tell in the movie, but like years pass throughout the duration of the film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like when we see him in the garden, that's not like later this year. It's supposed to be like five or six or seven years later or yeah. something like that. Yeah. So, um, so Jenko, 1892, 1945, uh, his wife's name is Allegra. Mm, okay. And um, she had, she had terrible allergies. <laughs> <laughs> well, there seems to be some question as to whether or not 
the um so we see Jenko in GF2. Jenko is the one who goes to the theater with with uh Oh, is that Jenko? with Don oh, okay. and that that actress. So there's some speculation of that is that actress the one that Jenko winds up marrying. Yeah. But her stage name was Carla. So does that mean that mm. does that mean that was her stage name or her real name was Allegra mm. or mm. are they totally different people? So mm. uh, interesting. Yeah. Um I forgot that was Jenko. For some reason I always thought Every time I see that scene, I think it's Tessio. It looks like well, it looks like Tessio because yeah. he has like the brow and the yeah. You know. And of course, he's all like, he's all like, Bonnie, come to the show with me to see this wonderful looking girl. Yeah, he's always making arrangements. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then when the the black hand mobster stands up in the middle of the show, he's like, "Sit down, you're messing up all my arrangements, <laughs> Bonnie." Everyone's all in his business and stuff. He's like, I gotta find a restaurant where there's no one. <laughs> Reminds me of business. So uh, here's something else I don't remember if we knew this or not, but um, Jenko's grandson mm-hmm. um, is in GF three. Mm. He's uh, he's like the PR guy for uh, Michael Corleone. He's played really? by uh, Don Novello, the um, Father Guido Sarducci guy. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? The yeah, guy was yeah. like, oh, the, the Columbus Medal was awarded in 1943. Yeah. That's, that's Jenko's grandson. That's Jenko's grandson. Yeah, so Interesting. It's so good. Wow. That, that I didn't realize that. Mikey hired him as a, uh, you know, keep, keep in the family. Yeah, it's so funny how <laughs> similar to me thinking Jenko in GF2 was Tessio. Mm-hmm. I think every time I see or try to see GF3 and I see <laughs> Father Guido Sarducci, I think he is a priest. Because they're talking about the Pope and the oh, immobiliari, right. and so I mean, not His wearing miracles. The, and well, he is wearing. He's not just wearing like a suit, isn't he? Wearing and I can't remember what he's wearing, but he. I don't get. Maybe I just am thinking of him always as clergy. Well, also, <laughs> funny? also Tom's son is there, and he is dressed up as a priest at the party. Oh, okay. So you might be conflating the two, the two yeah. things in yeah. your head. Yeah, but isn't that great? That, that is funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait to start talking about immobiliari. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it also on the on the Wikipedia, and I think in the I'm not sure if in the novel it says that uh, he grew up in uh, Hell's. He lived in Hell's Kitchen. Tom. Uh, no, uh, Jenko. Oh, okay. Which is funny because I always thought that they lived on the Lower East Side um, yeah. in GF2. Yeah. So uh, I always thought Hell's Kitchen was... Hell's Kitchen is like the East 40s, oh, the West yeah. 40s. West 40s. Oh, yeah. and you know, I years ago I read uh, Puto's first book, The the Fortunate Pilgrim, uh-huh. and it took place in Hell's Kitchen, and it was all Italian. Yeah. But I always thought Hell's Kitchen was an Irish neighborhood. I mean they all they all they probably turn over blended. Yeah, yeah. or yeah, at different times. Yeah. Oh interesting. Yeah, I always thought it was Lower East Side. Like yeah, Mulberry we'll Street and yeah. Little Italy, the original. I know that's where they filmed it. So we'll have to see we'll have to see yeah. next year when we get uh-huh. to actually is it next year? Mm, probably. You know what yeah. else we have? And speaking of time and things in the future, yeah. uh how much longer do we have till Sunny gets gets shot? Pophead Jinko, you're stuck with Hagen. The Lotso might not even be in the car, Sonny. But he's right to steal his heart. Lots of money he'll be making. A lot of money in that white car. Go see, come home. Made a big mistake, should 
This is minute 93, and he gets shot in minute 107. That means there's eight <laughs> minutes left. You're close. Sonny has precisely 22 minutes left 22 alive. Minutes. And we don't even see him in many of those minutes. So, Yeah, I think he yeah, beats I mean, up. Um, I guess there's. Two, I guess we see him when probably the only other time we see him is when he beats up Carlo. Beats up Carlo. And then he, he, gets well, he visits Lucy. Oh, but isn't that part of the same? Isn't that in the same scene? Yeah, it's, though? It's, yeah I think it is, yeah. Doesn't he leave Lucy to go yeah, yeah. see Connie and then he sees her all beat up? Yeah. And, uh, so anyway, yeah. 22 minutes, he said. Mm-hmm. Let's enjoy yeah, So it happens in minute uh, 119. 19. Yeah, 119. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're approaching our 100th anniversary. That's it's amazing. Nuts. I can't believe we've been doing this for four years. Every week for four years. Four years? Yeah. Right? I didn't get that number. How, we're almost at 100. Oh, what is it? Is that two years? Yeah. Oh my god, it feels like four years. <laughs> what people don't realize is that we've been doing this. We've been recording an episode um, every single day, and we just did these years ago. And we're just releasing them now. Yeah, it feels like we've been doing this forever. I mean, we're just <laughs> we're just counting on the fact that they're going to invent a technology which lets people hear the things we're recording. Like, yeah. I mean, but you know, it's it's gonna be like the two thousands. There's got to be by then they'll invent something that yeah. that will that will have done it. I know. Yeah, especially having to keep rewinding these cassette tapes <laughs> and re-recording them every time there's a yeah. glitch. And you get to take the pencil and yeah, thread through your uh, the cassette thing. <laughs> well, I heard they're trying to invent some type of uh, network where all tape recorders and all information it's connected. So, for example, I would play my tape recorder and someone in another town could hear that simultaneously through the phone cords. It's like so a like, network. Like they intentionally or they just yeah, suddenly yeah. start hearing it out of nowhere. No, it's like, intentionally. You like connect and maybe they do it through your phones. Wow. Yeah. Like a network. So, a network. Yeah. Hmm. So that'd be kind of cool if people actually listen to this, not have to sit. Well, what people don't understand is we also have a live audience here. We talked about this last week. And yeah. these are the only people who we think are hearing this out there. Yeah. I mean, if you're someone other than the live, the live audience, audience, congratulations. Because yeah. this is really just a labor of a local love. <laughs> but the audience, you guys are having a good time though, right? Yeah. All okay. right. Yeah. Cool. So, awesome. uh, so uh, Sonny apologized. Oh, anything else about Jenko? No, that's about it. That's all I have for Jenko. Sonny apologizes to Tom and he says, Mom made a little dinner. It's Sunday. Hmm. And it remind him that it was Sunday. Well, he did. Yeah, it was kind of fun. Uh, when he did that, I didn't, I didn't understand it and I had to look at the script. And uh, 
going back into my own memory bank, our very good childhood friend, Lawrence Papalizio, Lawrence Pasquale Papalizio Jr., mm-hmm. he, for a period of time, used to invite me over to his grandmother's house on Sundays for like, like around lunchtime and would just eat all day. Really? Yeah, when they lived in Jefferson Valley. Huh. Yeah, this was his father's mother. Right. Oh, and his you know, his brothers and his dad, we'd all go over, and it was fantastic. But I, looking back, it was uh, it was such an Italian experience because it was like pig's feet, all these really mm. traditional foods. Horse yeah, heads. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, but thank you, Lawrence. Thanks for uh, bringing me into your family, and I really appreciated that experience. So I think the Sunday um, it's meal. Special. It's very sacred. Yeah, relationship. It's, it's almost a religious relationship. <laughs> but I think that's very um that's very common and traditional. So, so he's saying so it's Sunday, Sunday's, like, come on. Yeah, he's like, I'm sorry, mom made dinner, let's go eat. You know how angry I get on Sundays because <laughs> of mom's terrible dinners. <laughs> Mama. We don't see Tom's reaction when he gets dissed. No, yeah, you just see the back of his you head. You just see the back of his head he, he awkwardly kind of shuffling, moving his, you know. And, but he does not acknowledge the apology. He just, no. he kind of walks ahead of Sonny. And I think he's still really pissed off. Oh, sure, yeah. 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 But you know how brothers are. Yeah, well, and he just got, like, look what I got. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, he has the Don mad at him and he has Sonny mm-hmm. mad at him. He's yeah, got to be a real boy. confidence uh, shatterer. If you're a Tom, which would be worse? Well, I have to assume that Sonny gets mad all the time and it blows over and, and, mm-hmm. and so on. So I think the, the, the wrath of the Don, the wrath of Don is probably worse <laughs> than the wrath of Sonny. <laughs> is it the Don watching Star Trek and singing along with the theme song? That's the wrath of Don theme music. You know, last week we did not do our thing we were going to do on the bonus content, which was to put Godfather characters yes. in different situations. Oh. But Star Trek would be a fun Star one. Star Trek. All right, yeah. let's do it. Let's Done. <laughs> Done. Set, uh, uh, Michael, set phases for, for funny papers. <laughs> That's in a little example of what you'll hear if you okay. sign up for the bonus content. Uh, yeah, go to uh, godfatherminute.com slash support. That's the only time we'll mention it. And please leave us a review. on uh, Is iTunes the only place people can really re- leave reviews? Uh, I'm That's not, where I think people Yeah, wherever download. you get your podcast, if you can leave a review for yeah. us, leave us, leave us a, a good review. Yeah, we appreciate the good, only good reviews. We appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so anything else uh, before we get to the dinner table with the family? Mm, I've got some stuff from the book but it has to do with the the business the business that we've chosen the the business uh uh the business operations Mm -hmm. so let me wait because they talk a little bit about them at the dinner table well you probably shouldn't talk about it because we don't talk about business at the dinner (laughs) table so you should talk about that before we get to the dinner don't interfere (laughs) don't interfere alex Uh, so we got to the dinner table. Dinner table. Ding, ding, ding. And um, that is a rocking meal. I was focused on food. Oh, yeah? It just, looked, it just looked fantastic. Did it remind you of Larry's It did. Larry's it really did. Just, just full <laughs> bowls and everyone eating. Oh, it just looks great. I was surprised at how small the table is mm-hmm. because the Don's not there mm-hmm. and Mikey's not there. Yeah. So, like, if they were there, where would everyone be sitting? Where the camera people are. Like another table? No, where the cameraman is. But the camera's like behind see. Mama. Oh, that's it's right. It's like looking She's over Mama's there, yeah. shoulder. Huh. 
Is that the same table at the end of GF2 or the end of GF1? GF2. Two. Two. Uh, I'm assuming so. Yeah. It's from the other side, I think. It's from like the, you're sitting. Oh, yeah. You're sitting in, uh, mm-hmm. the camera is in um, Sonny's yeah, chair. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. But we'll have to keep an eye out for that. Yeah, in yeah. Two years when we get to mm-hmm. the end. Maybe they got one of those tables that has the leaf in the oh, middle. Oh, yeah. That, that would put make sense. In. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. And they expand it. Um, yeah, a whole lot of leaves. <laughs> whole lot of leaves, mama. So Sony drops the N bomb in this. Yeah, he does. Something that do you think if they mm. made this today, would they include that? No, they absolutely would not. Even if you're saying, that. well, like, do like, did you watch The Sopranos more mm-hmm. recently? Did they mm-hmm. use it on The Sopranos? I don't. Th- I don't know. I don't. I saw it a few years ago. I don't. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? No. No, I don't know. I think it's just so taboo that you you yeah. wouldn't do it, even if it is, even if it is accurate, culturally accurate and appropriate for the film. It's yeah. just something you wouldn't right. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think this is one of two times they they say it. The actual N word. Oh wait, no. I think later on they just call them the darker people. Don't yeah, they? They right. yeah, So they only say the N word one time. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that's good at least. In the book, um, they say it all the time. It's like everything. No, I don't think every Puts, page. I don't say. remember if Puzo actually writes it in the book. It, would, it wouldn't surprise me if he did, but I know in this section, I think he says he has them saying black. Oh, okay. I think that's what interesting. He has them saying yeah. Um. So they're talking business. They are talking business. Are we ready to talk business at the dinner table, Alex? Yeah, I guess we could do that. Would you like me to read a little bit from the book about what's going on? Only if the book is different than the movie. The book is different than the movie. The book is different than the movie. The book is different. The book is different. The book is different than the movie. You know, before we get to that, can we talk about the movie version first? Uh, sure. About how so, the movie's different than the book? <laughs> well, just let's talk about what happens in the in the scene. Okay. So so Tom or so Sonny's talking about Sonny's talking to Tom. Talking to Tom. And then Connie is it Connie who chimes in? Yeah, Connie or, says Pop never talked about yeah. dinner business at the dinner table. And then Carlo chastises her. Uh-huh. And then Shut Carlo up. starts talking, says, hey, no, you know, can uh, I talk to you, Santino and Tom? I want to talk to you after. Before you that, know? she says, well, we don't talk about business at the table. And then Carlos says, shut up, Connie. And then Sonny says, don't ever talk to my sister yeah. like that. And then and Mama, Mama says, says don't, don't interfere. interfere. So and then like, Carlo starts talking. Yeah, talking business. Talking business. Yeah. And that's when Santino says, hey, we don't yeah. talk business. Yeah. It's such a great exchange. If you think about all those. Like corrections yeah. in, in what's appropriate. It's now, a uh, it's a shut up cascade. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Did you make up that term? I think so. I, I just, that's fantastic. I said brilliant. shut up chain. I had my note, but cascade. No, you're is, right. Oh my, that's fantastic. <laughs> that's a great term. A shut up cascade. <laughs> you can really apply that to a lot of different um, words or or intentions. Like yeah. you could do like a. Uh, like what are you stupid cascades they're all like it just keeps going down well i think they should have i'm disappointed that they didn't keep it going 
<laughs> like, how could they have kept it going? Well, Mama could have been like, "Don't interfere," and then Tom could have been like, "Now, Mama, you know, Sonny's the new Don now." <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, and then Fredo right. go, "You don't talk to a Mama like that." <laughs> And so on. Oh, that's great. And then it ends with Carlo telling Fredo to shut up. <laughs> and so on. That's great. Uh, yeah, so that's the that's the So do you think so so when Santino tells Carlo, "Hey, we don't talk business at the dinner table." Yeah. Why does he tell him that? Because he um doesn't think cuz I guess he, a he was probably a, like a little embarrassed that he got called out in front of everyone, mm, okay. and uh, and then B also I think he just doesn't like Carlo, so he wants to yeah he wants to he wants to embarrass Carlo in front okay, of everyone man. by by making him the the butt of the joke. Yeah, it could be and to deflect the, the, the third because uh, we already know Sonny already feels guilty for starting the war, yeah. so like you know he's already tried he's already failed at being a good Don, yeah, at being a good. Now we can't even manage it like the, the dinner table <laughs> exactly. part of it. Come on. Well, there's a third option, which I think is the case. He, uh, Sonny's okay talking business at the dinner table. Yeah. But as soon as Carlo, do you remember what Carlo says? He's like, hey, I want to talk to you guys. I could be doing more. Yeah. I think Santino doesn't want Carlo doing more and doesn't want to have to talk to him about that. And he uses... The Always fact that excuse. they don't talk business at the dinner table is an excuse. He's uh, kind of like, hey, I I would talk to you about it, but we don't do that at the table. Mm. Where he's really saying, like, I don't want to, <laughs> I, I can't let you into any of the business operations anymore. So Sonny is, whenever they're having a dinner, whenever they're arrest around Carlos, Sonny always has to be around the table to use that as an excuse. <laughs> yeah. He runs into the kitchen. Oh, sorry, man. Yeah. We're by the table. <laughs> well, he'll only meet Carlo where there's a place where they're eating dinner. Like, even if it's a fast food restaurant. <laughs> so that scene where Carlo, where Sonny's beating up Carlo, Carlo totally should have been like, oh, and I can, I can help bring him. Oh, I can, like, try to explain, make his case, because it's the only chance he has where they're not eating dinner together. So. Well, technically, technically, there are dinner scraps in that garbage pail that he's beating him with. So it's technically around the he dinner He made him table. eat it so that it would count as garbage, <laughs> as dinner time. Stay away from my sister. If, if you go near my sister again, I'll kill you. And I won't talk business around the dinner table. <laughs> never talk to, never talk business in front of an open hydrant. <laughs> never know who's listening. What's a, Santino, what's the matter with you? Never tell someone around the dinner table what you're thinking. Um, it's interesting. Is, is Sonny sitting in pop seat? Hmm. It makes well, sense because they're like a mama and mm. and papa would be across from each other. Yes. So, mm. well, hmm. the other dinner table scene at the end of GF two, mm-hmm. he Sonny is sitting in that seat. Oh, he is. Unless it's flipped. Was that the scene we were talking about earlier, where it was flipped? If it was from the other side, the other point yeah. of view, where know. Mikey tells them that he joined the Marines. Yeah, I don't remember. Santino's it definitely sitting at the end of the table, at the at the far end of the far table? end of the table. So that's yeah. that we were saying that would be Mama's. Yeah, I think it's chair flipped, if yeah. the room is flipped. Yeah, so hmm. if it's the same table, Mama's chair. <laughs> it's like a great spinoff. It's like a Mama Mama Corleone sitcom because <laughs> she'd be sitting in the chair. 
<laughs> well, no, no. It's someone else sit is, and sit someone down. else is always sitting in her chair, and once every episode, oh. she has to be like, "Just sitting in my chair." And everyone goes, <laughs> "No, no." <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, get sitting in the brown What else you got? Uh, so I like that that scene. This is something the the, the scene where um, the whole dinner table scene is one long mm-hmm. continuous shot. Yeah, which I I like. Yeah, I, I don't think there's enough of that of of letting actors kind of just have play out a scene rather than just keep cutting back and forward to be yeah. Playing, you know? So. Nowadays, especially, but back then too, I, I feel like back then directors took their time with shots more. Yeah, so than yeah, now. more so than now. Yeah, yeah. in the seventies too, I think it was a yeah, it was a thing. It's a fad. Yeah, <laughs> you wouldn't tell them that, but no. <laughs> yeah, Johnny, uh, Mama was calling the shots for all those guys. <laughs> Are you ready to talk about the operations? Sure, let's talk okay. operations. Po- <laughs> the wacky doctors' games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Puto writes in the the Godfather, the best-selling phenomenon, a classic of our time. Uh, a little bit more about the operation. So, in the movie, at the, in, as soon as it cuts to the dinner scene, uh, they are talking business about how operations up in Harlem are mm-hmm. suffering. So, I'd like to read a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. In the book, it doesn't actually happen at the dinner table. Of course not. Pop would never talk yeah. to business at the dinner table. <laughs> but here's a little bit of insight into into what's happening. So uh, this is... Raj, anyway, you said what's happening. <laughs> so go ahead. This is right after the Don kicks them all out of out of his room. Mm-hmm. They, I guess they go back to the study mm-hmm. and they're talking business. Page 248, Puzo writes... Sonny Corleone relaxed in a huge armchair behind the desk. I think we'd better let the old man take it easy for a couple weeks until the doc says he can do business. He paused. I'd like to have it going again before he gets better. We have the go-ahead from the cops to operate. The first thing is the policy banks in Harlem. The black boys up there had their fun. Now we have to take it back. They screwed up the works, but good, just like they usually do when they run things. A lot of the runners didn't pay off winners. They drive up in Cadillacs and tell their players they got to wait for their dough or maybe just pay them half what they win. I don't want any runner looking rich to his players. I don't want them dressing too good. I don't want them driving new cars. I don't want them welching on paying a winner. And I don't want any freelancers staying staying in business. They give us a bad name. Tom, let's get that project moving right away. Everything else will fall in line as soon as you send out the word that the lid is off. Hagen said, there were some very tough boys up in Harlem. They got a taste of the big money. They won't go back to being runners or sub-bankers again. Sonny shrugged. Just give their names to Clemenza. That's his job, straightening them out. Clemenza said to Hagen, no problem. Hmm. So a little bit about the operations. It's not clear to me whether the Corleones approved of those folks in Harlem running the operations. No, I don't or think they did. They just kind of took it over because there was a it was a vac there was a vacuum there. Yeah, I think it's more that one. Yeah, the fact that the Corleones were distracted with, you know, that's part of the uh, the overhead that that, yeah, uh, the that uh, Tom was talking about. And it, so in the book and in the movie, mm-hmm. uh, it's Sonny who I think it's Sonny who says that as soon as they start making big money, they they only start. They're only paying half as much. And that's when Carlo in the movie says, 
Yeah, yeah, I knew that was going to happen. I forgot exactly what well, he said. Yeah, Sonny says, "Oh, they're they're only they're paying fifty percent. They're paying half on, on a bet. Yeah, on a bet." And then Carlos says, "I knew that was going to happen when yeah. they started making big money." Yeah. So my question to you is, what's the thinking there behind someone who's who's running the books in Harlem at the time? Look, why do they just wait when they start making big money to stop paying out? Uh, well, I'm guessing because the Corleones were not there to take their cut and to kind of, you know, uh, keep managing it, mm-hmm. whoever is managing it was, you know, taking in a lot more money because they didn't have to kick it upstairs. Yeah. So that's but for winners. Why? I, I, I thought the point was that as soon as they started making more and more money, that's when they started paying out less even to winners. Yeah, that's that I think is I true. I don't understand why. Why when you start making more? I guess because you don't have to pay out because the the Corleones aren't there to be like, hey, listen, pay pay everyone out what you owe and oh, so on. Okay. They're just like, hey, you know what? I'm going to keep it. What's but everyone just terrible do? business practice. People yeah. aren't going <laughs> to bet with them anymore. Yeah, yeah. That's the oh, right. so <laughs> that's, then, what, they, so that's they, what they're <laughs> complaining about that they're yeah. going to start losing customers up there because because right. it's unfair. Yeah, and yeah. Tom was saying like, well, they're not going to go back to just being. Yeah. You know, numbers runners. Runners, yeah. So policy, uh, I looked it up. Yeah, what is that? Uh, it's like uh, it's like the same thing as like a numbers racket. Basically, okay. it's the lottery before the state took over mm. the lottery. Oh, cool. Is that, um, yeah, I was reading about it and they would have um, basically, you know, there would be like a drawing for numbers and mm-hmm. whoever got the number right or the most <laughs> numbers accurate would win the oh thing, would gosh. win the prize. And uh, I'm sure that was all on the up and up. <laughs> <laughs> well, they said one thing they used to do uh, was part of the problem was how do you do a random, how do you ensure a random yeah. number to yeah. come up? And uh, they said they would frequently use uh, at a racetrack. Mm-hmm. They would use the number of the horse that one placed and showed to, to like those three numbers would be the number that won. Oh, okay. like that would be the you take number the first number from the horse that won the first number oh. from the horse that was second and then that three digit number was the winning number so it was so. tied to the the first some three t- horses yeah. winning like i said alex i'm sure it was on the up and up <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um interesting they, so they would call them policy banks because it was like an insurance policy you're betting on something that is going to happen in the future and mm. you know and so on so okay. that's right. that was the term they used for it kind of but numbers numbers running a numbers racket it's the same uh, it's the same uh the same thing so uh hmm. yeah cool so uh yeah i guess since throughout our whole lifetime the lottery has been yeah a thing so it's, mm-hmm. it's you know do you think they still? Do you think people still run numbers? <laughs> like, like underground? Yeah. Like you think there are still numbers oh, I don't runners? Think so it seems like there are other so many other le- ways to bet. Yeah, that, legitimate that. ones and ones that are oh the scratch offs. Yeah, there's a lot of ways. Tons to, of ways to yeah. bet and lose money. Yeah. That's why yeah. you should always save the gambling for last. <laughs> <That's what laughs> always save the policy for last. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So numbers rackets. Yeah. So, I wonder how much money they made with that. Probably a lot. Was it and was it one game for the whole city? Do you think, or are they neighborhoods doing them? Well, they said it to start off being neighborhoods, but the more you could make it so that the number was verifiable over. That's why they started using the horse mm-hmm. race things. That you could be in any city and yeah. get the results from. Oh, let's use the results oh. from the you know the. Oh the, wow! So it was through. It was connected 
ultimately it wound up connected. being a bigger thing because oh, wow. you know like the more the more people you could get involved in it the more money there would be to, to skim off the top so, yeah so you know so uh that's the history of po- policy making that's the history of policy making <laughs> and uh, goes to fund well, the schools we asked we, we answered, answered. <laughs> oh that's right we were gonna look up how old the don was for the yeah that's we right answered. yeah so um that's all any, I have for minute ninety seven. Yeah, boy, not, that's all I had too. Um, you were we ready to rate it? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, I got mine. <laughs> ready? We talked about this last week. Yeah, ready. Yeah. One, One, two, three, four. four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you tried to fake me totally out. Tricked, yeah. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. What's your favorite? Uh, the two parts of the minute, I think, are both great. Yeah, you got Sonny and Tom. Have, you mm-hmm. get some good Sonny minutes. You, you yeah. pop that jingle. Look what I got. You have, don't <laughs> talk about the work at the table. Yeah. Setting the groundwork for Sonny's ultimate demise in uh, seven minutes. Yeah. Um, Car got some Carlo action. Got some Carlo action. That's great. Carlo doesn't talk much in the old movie. But yeah. So it's a good one. And, Every time uh, you see Carlo, he's having a conflict with Connie, except at the <laughs> wedding. You know, it's efficient storytelling. You don't want to win. Oh, you're right, you know, yeah. Whatever. Um, so the classic line, Pophead Jenko, look what I got. Where do you think that ranks in, in the most memorable, famous, best Godfather move uh, lines from the trilogy. I would say it's a. I would say it's a deep cut line. Yeah, but like like twenty, twenty five. Wait, what are you? Seventeen. Wait, what? Rank them. What are the? (laughs) I'm saying like ranked. Ranked. Yeah. So like, take the gun, leave the cannoli is probably number two. Number two. uh, Make him an offer he can't refuse is number one. Number one. So where is Pophead Jenko? Look what I got. Oh boy. Yeah, it's kind of hard to start to drill down because pretty quickly you get into deep cuts. Yeah. I'm going to say at least the upper teens. Upper teen is upper teens. Upper like, meaning like 17, 18, oh, 19. Oh, okay. Monday, Tuesday. I mean, really, we should do that one time. Start to just put them together. Yeah. I wonder if there's a way to have people vote on that. Yeah. We oh, could, yeah. Uh, you, you put basically, you just randomly put out a whole bank of lines and everyone gets. Votes, ten votes or something, yeah. whatever ones. No, no, try no, that to, wouldn't work. Try to set that up either on the Patreon or yeah. even at Fredo Corleone's Mickey Mouse Nightclub over on Facebook. Yeah, and try to do that. What do you think is just for now? What is the what's the last line? <laughs> <laughs> um, I got one. Go ahead. I think it's Connie from Last Minute going. I like bread. <laughs> That's the <laughs> the Godfather. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say the line where he goes, "Sure." <laughs> who says that? That's what uh, that's what Clemenza says. That later, I'm sure there's lines of people who just go like, "What?" What you know, or, or something like that. You yeah, know, inconsequential lines. Yeah, <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> Although we quote that one. No, a lot, I know so. we quote because I need money. That's any ones we think of are ones that are <laughs> no. going to be you know. top fifty. Do we? Yeah. Oh, here's one. Do you and I have more than fifty lines that we will reference? That one we should down. just do. We're just off the top of our heads, try to come up with fifty just lines, laying them, laying them out. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be great. That'd be fun exercise. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we should do that for a bonus content someday. Not today. Not today. Today we're going to do uh, 
Don Corleone in space, 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 space. <laughs> so the Wrath of Dawn, right? Yeah. So are we doing an actual Star Trek story and we're substituting the characters? So the Wrath of Khan? We'll have to figure it out when we get there. Okay. We'll get there, Pop. <laughs> Uh, I guess we can wrap up Minute 97. Yeah. We'll be back next week with Minute 98. Check us out on Facebook, Fredo Corleone's Mickey Mouse Nightclub. Please write us a review on iTunes. Please. <laughs> you're really, you're really you, passionate about that. You, <laughs> uh, you, you, we'll show you our undying friendship. Mm-hmm. You leave us a review. <laughs> for every review you leave, we will do one burial for free. One complimentary <laughs> burial for free. Yeah, and we'll even throw in one of those flags in case you're buried alive. You can raise that. If you don't know what we're talking about, subscribe and go back and listen to last week's bonus content. And so, and until next time, Zaza <laughs> <laughs>